and he says that he will not put no more on us than we can bear. So even though it's hot, we, you know, uh, it's still all good. Amen. All is well. And so if I would, I just want to share with you on uh, today from a subject about faith. And so if I would have something to share with you on this morning, it would be faith versus fear. Don't let fear fool you. Have faith. Faith versus fear. Don't let faith fool. Don't let fear fool you. Have faith. And so I'm going to be reading from for your hearing Hebrews 11 and 1 from the New Living Translation, and then I'm going to read it again in the King James Version. But we're going to be talking about faith on this morning. And uh, I'm telling you, God has really been ministering to me over the course of the four weeks that I was away about faith. And sometimes we can feel like that we're on the path. Sometimes we can feel like we're on our way. But then if you listen to God enough and listen to him closely, he'll begin to show you and tell you how sometimes we could be on that path but still not quite getting what it is that God would desire for us. And, um, you know, when we get saved, uh, uh, the old saying back home or the old school saying, say, nobody never told us that it was going to be easy. Uh, it's not going to be a bed of roses. And so there comes some, some stuff in life that comes against us that makes having faith sometimes challenging. Uh, because uh, the pressures of life and the seasons of life, they never cease. cease. They continue to move forward. And so even as we grow and progress in God, it sometimes makes it a little challenging uh, to, to exercise this faith that God has given us. And so in Hebrews 11 and 1, it says that faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Now, uh, Hebrews 11 and 1 from the King James Version says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And we, if we read on a little bit further in Hebrews 11 and 6, we, we would understand that the Bible says that it is impossible. Tell your neighbor it is impossible. There is no way. It's, it's, it's impossible to please God without faith. So it's a necessity in this walk that we have with God. It is a necessity. It says anyone who wants to come to him... God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. So having faith is just not saying it. Uh, having faith is just not saying, okay, I, I believe this is going to happen, but we never put any work towards it. Or we say, I believe it's going to happen, but then the first thing that comes up, uh, we begin to doubt that's not faith. And it says that the only, that he, he rewards us if we have the faith. We will get what it is that we're hoping for. Now here's the trick. It says in Second Timothy 1 and 7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear. So when we are fearful, that is not from God. But uh, uh, the enemy uses fear as a tactic to keep us from obtaining the things that we're hoping for. 
And so he said that he did not give us the spirit of fear, but he gave us power, love, and a sound mind. Now, I heard uh, one of our uh, our board of bishops say that fear represents false evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. Now, we understand that faith, it says, is the substance of things. So, substance means there is some validity. There is some, you know, when I was growing up, uh, in the mornings, my grandmother and my mama used to tell me that I needed to eat something, you know, like oatmeal. You need some substance in the morning, something that would lay on your stomach. So, by 10 o'clock, you wouldn't be hungry uh, when you're in school and you wouldn't focus what the teacher was saying so we had to have some substance so faith says that uh, uh now faith is the substance so if we have faith that is the substance that's going to give us or bring what we hope for into reality so if we don't possess the faith, then we'll never get the things that we're hoping for. You can come to church and you can pray and you can uh, uh, call mama and they'll pray for you. But if you don't have the faith, that substance, the reality of what we're hoping for will never come to pass. And so we have to understand what fear tries to do to keep us from obtaining those things that we hope for. Now, we understand here that the enemy, he, he has no validity. He has no substance. Because in First Peter 5 and 8, it says, Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion. So there's no substance in him being a lion. He is uh, 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 pretending to be a lion. And it says, looking for someone to defile, to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Because uh, in, in the other translation, it says, he's, look, he's roaming to and fro, looking to see whom he may devour. Because he can't in his own right, but he's looking for someone that is not possessing the faith that would allow him to be real in their life. It says, stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers are all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. So it's important that we surround ourselves with people of faith. You, you can't hook up with somebody if you believe in God. I, I just, you know, we're going to talk about tangible stuff because sometimes if you believe in God for a car, you can't hook up with somebody uh and, and and sister you tell them say you know what i'm believing the lord the lord gonna bless me you know i've been dealing with this car this old hoop this thing is on three wheels and a half and i'm telling you i believe god i don't know how it's gonna come but i believe god gonna bless me then you tell somebody and then they say oh girl you you don't need no new car how you gonna you know how you that's another bill you think you want to do that you want to see so you start surrounding yourself with the people that's talking against the very thing that you're hoping for and so so then they allow fear to creep up in you. And so their short, uh, fear begins to uh, put a smoke screen in your face. Oh, your, your, your money ain't going to line up. Nope. You don't have enough. You know you're going to be paying for that for the rest of your life. Nope. So the enemy start putting up smoke screens to make you believe what he has uh, put in your ear to be true. 
instead of holding on to the faith and believing that God can do anything. And so we have to make sure that we surround ourselves with people that believe like us because they hinder what it is that we're hoping for. I, I, I began to uh, look at the weather, and, and since it's been hot, I'd be looking at it every day. I'd be looking at it more than once a day, seeing what's the humidity is like, what's the visibility, what's the, the air condition, you know. And should I be outside walking right now because, you know, the air quality. And so I, I began to look at it, and it talks about the visibility. And so when the visibility, you know, say, okay, visibility is 10 miles, so I can see 10 miles up ahead of me. So we have to be careful when we're operating in faith because fear will creep in and cloud our visibility. And, and it will only allow you to see what's in front of you. You know, uh, when the, when the fog comes out, you can only follow the ta- tail lights because the, it's so foggy. And so that's what the enemy does when he try to, and see, because he knows that if you put your faith in action that you're going to get what you hope for because that's what the word of God say because his word would not go out and return unto him void and so the enemy knows that if you will be successful in getting what you're hoping for so what his job is is to put up a smoke screen and to make you feel like or make you see something that's not really true say oh it, it, I can't see this. It's no way out. Oh, this man. Oh, I can't see. I can't see the marriage being no better. Oh, I can't see my fan, finances being any better. Oh, I can't see the kids acting right. Because he puts up a smoke screen and he clouds your visibility. And so then he knows if your visibility is clouded, you won't get what you're hoping for. Because the faith is not there. And he sometimes shows up as an angel of light. It says in 2 Corinthians 11 and 14, it says, but, but I am not surprised. Even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. It says, so it is no wonder that his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. You have to be careful. Everybody that, that come to a building together, they are not all uh, walking in the faith uh, uh, that, to, that will help you to possess what it is that you're uh, looking for. And so you have to know, okay, well, something ain't lining up. And so you have to be able to understand that the enemy's job is to replace faith with fear. So that you are always, so he wants to, he wants to discourage us because the enemy is, it's already done. We talk about it all the time. It's already finished. Uh, 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 Christ has already gone to the cross. He's already died. He's already rose. He rose up with all power in his hand. He's, he's, uh, conquered death in the grave. It's already finished. Everything concerning me, the Bible says that he has a plan for my life that's good and not evil and that he will accomplish everything until the day of Jesus Christ. So everything concerning me is all already done and the enemy knows it's already done all i gotta do is have the faith and and this as as this life uh, journey takes me these things will begin to manifest themselves and so he already knows this about us and so he can't change the plan for my life but what he desires to do is to make me uh default what god has already promised So he want me to be fearful. He want me to be afraid. And so he knows that if I'm walking in fear, 
then fear, uh, uh, it means that I don't believe God. So then that means that I'm not going to get what God says that's due me. So the devil didn't take it. We sing this song about, uh, talking about I don't take back what the devil, the devil ain't stole nothing from us. We, 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 we willfully allow him to have it because we don't stand firm in our faith. Now we can go and take it back what we allowed him to have, but he ain't stole nothing. He ain't bad enough to do that. Because the Bible says a greater is me, a greater is him that is within me that he is in the world. And the Bible says that if, if God be for me, who could be against me? So he ain't bad enough to take nothing from me. I allow him to have it. So we have to be careful about this thing called faith. It says, the Bible says that faith gives substance to the things you hope for. In other words, faith brings those things into our lives. So if we're hoping for something in our life to be changed or to be better or to be different, we have to have the faith in order for it to come forth. Some of us, uh, 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 we get frustrated because it's not coming, and then we begin to doubt because we, we, we believe the smoke screen that the enemy puts before us. And so then we started operating in fear. And then we get discouraged, and then we fall away from the church. We, we, we fall away from our relationship with God because that's what the enemy's purpose is. Because if you're not, he says that, uh, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so he wants us to operate outside of faith because now we're not pleasing God. And we can show up and we can come to church and we can talk about it, but God knows what's really going on on the inside of us and he knows what we're looking at uh, because what we're looking at determines our actions. What we see in determines how we react. And so we can become cool as a cucumber in front of people, but he knows that you hot and bothered on the inside. You sweating because you're not really sure if God is going to do what he said he's going to do. And so Ephesians 3, 20 and 21, this is just awesome. It says, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Think about what you have asked God for or what you're thinking about. The Bible says that God will do exceeding abundantly. So exceeding is already past what you're thinking and asking. But then he tops that and said abundantly. So he done went over and beyond what it is that you're thinking and asking. But check this out. It says, according to the power that worketh in us. Now, Second Timothy 1 and 7 says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. So he's already given you the power on the inside that you can ask or think about anything and he will do exceeding abundantly above it if we have faith. 
Because you got the power that's working on the inside. But the power mixed with faith brings it forth. Remember, faith is what brings forth the substance that we're hoping for. And it says, it goes on to say, unto him be the glory in the church in Christ Jesus in all ages of the world without end. Now, in James 1, 5, and 8, it says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. They give it to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith. Nothing wavering. For he that waver is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable. In all his ways, you go back to 2 Timothy 1 and 7. He's given us power, love, and a sound mind. So in order to walk in faith, so when we allow our mind to go back and forth, we're not operating in faith. And then God goes on to say, you you don't even expect to get nothing because you're going back and forth. One day you're going to do it, one day you're not. One day you're going to do it, one day you're not. You got to make up your mind and do it. Kind of like me. I I wanted to cut my hair. I was going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I'm going to cut. I'm going to get rid of my husband. Said, I said, what do you think, babe? He said, mama, do whatever whatever you say you want to do. I'm, I'm good with it. Do it. Then he said, no. My daughter said, Mama, don't cut your hair. Mama, why are you going to cut your hair? Mama, why are you, why are you going to cut all your hair? Then you go to people, they say, oh, your hair's so pretty. Don't cut, don't cut your hair. And then, but it's still, I still had that in me that I wanted to do it. And I said, okay, I want to do it. And then he told me, he said, hey, stop going back and forth. I already told you I'm good. What do you want to do? If you want to do it, do it. And so I did it. And so that's the same thing with our faith. We can't keep going back and forth, back and forth. One day you, you, you're good, one, and then somebody come and they talk you out of it. Uh, one day you believe in God, you come, somebody talk you out of it. Next day you believe. And the Bible says that we are unstable. And our mind is double, mind, it's double. So we uh, don't even expect. He said, don't even expect to get it. And so we can wait and wait and wait. If I kept going back and forth, my hair would have never been cut. It would have continued to grow, uh, and I would continue to have that on the inside, desiring to do it, but it would never happen because I would not just do it. And so we have to make a decision to follow God and to be uh, 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 steady and stable. And, and the Bible says in, second, in, in Philippians 2 and 5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You know, Jesus wasn't going back and forth. When he spoke to that fig tree, he said, uh, they, 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 uh, it was a fig tree out there, right? And so he said, this fig tree looked like a fig tree, but it wasn't producing no fruit. And so it's sort of kind of like us. Uh, you, you can't uh, say you're a Christian, but you ain't producing nothing. And so he said, okay, now, uh, this, this is a fig tree, but where are the figs? So basically, he was saying, that wasn't no use for this tree if you ain't going to produce nothing. So he cursed it, and he walked away. 
it was still green. It was still thriving. But he, he knew without going back looking at it, without going somewhere praying, without calling the disciples, can you go check on that tree? Can you, can you see what it's doing? Is it still got branches on it? It still got leaves on it? What is it? Is it turning brown yet? No. He knew when he said it, it was already done. He said it and walked away. And it was good as done. That's the way God wants us to operate when we're desiring things from him. Now, we can't just always desire stuff. How about all of us got situations in our life that, that we need God to do something. And so we got to put the faith on it. And from my experience, brother, when you make the decision to stand and say, okay, this is what I want. I want my kids to be saved. Oh, Lord, have mercy. This is what I want. I want to be debt free. We was in Korea and we said, we're going to be debt free before we leave here. And man, I tell you, bills was coming in and slapping us upside our head like we ain't never seen stuff that we, we ain't even know where they was coming from. Stuff was coming out of the woodworks. And we said, nope, 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 we're going to be debt free. But stuff kept popping up. Stuff, we said, oh, Lord, you know. But then we had to go back to what it is that we said that we was believing we're going to be debt free. I don't care. And then so what we started doing when these unexpected bills start coming up, instead of complaining about it, we started praising the Lord because we had the money to pay him. We say, okay, thank you, Lord. We got some money. Let's, let's, let's pay it. And we believe God for something and he did it, but not without the enemy putting up smoke screens, trying to cloud our vision, trying to make us think that something wasn't happening. And so, uh, even now, even here, we didn't get to this building just because we just got it like that. We ain't in here right now because we just got it like that. And I, I, I had to come back. And I, I, I mean, and I said, I think, I, I just thank God he is, he is just awesome. But I had to come back and repent because I said that for maybe the last year, man, I've I just been tormented uh, about uh, the, the to be here and the responsibility of the building and the expenses. This don't, stuff don't just come free. Uh, there's a cost. And so, uh, but I had forgot I had allowed the enemy to cloud my vision with the bills and the and the what ifs and the what ifs, and I forgot about what God had promised. I, I couldn't see what He had already purposed because I was allowing the situation. And I, I, I said, "Man, I said, God," and I, I found myself. I, I repented to God. I said, and and I thank God for surrounding me with people of faith because even when I was wavering, they said, "Oh, Pastor, uh, we good. We, it's, it's gonna work. Uh, the Lord ain't gonna let us down." And so you have to have people in your life that when you waver and doubt they will give you the encouragement to keep going and so uh uh, uh, uh it, it took faith 
uh, to move us from uh, uh, our basement with four people uh, to this where we are now. We might not think, you know, we might think, oh, you know, where the people at? But baby, it took faith to get from the basement with four people uh, to where we are right now. It took faith to get from the basement uh, 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 to the hotel. Uh, it took faith to get from the hotel to the building that's around the corner there. It took faith to get from over there, over here. It's going to take that same faith to get from here because what God had purpose and what God has already envisioned, we've already seen it. When we walked the building, we said, oh, this ain't it. This, this, this for the school. This is going to be the school uh, auditorium right here. Uh, uh, God got something greater, but in the midst of life and the struggles and, the, and, and, and the, then the, the clouds begin to come. The fog begins to set, and you can't see no further than what's in front of you. But I thank God that he's a merciful God. I thank God that he's a God of many chances, and he allow us to get ourselves together. He allow us to say, come to yourself. What is it that I have told you? What is it that I have promised? And and, and, and to give you the word and say, without faith, it's impossible to even to get what I have said. So if I'm expecting to receive, I got to operate in faith and not fear. And after some meditation time and him giving me word and telling me and encouraging my heart, and that's what I love about God, that he doesn't, I mean, he don't just leave you out there. When, when we falter in our faith, he don't just kick you to the curb. He, he don't do us like we do ourselves and other people say, oh, man, I can't believe you didn't believe that. I can't believe you you thought I would do that to you. I can't believe that. He don't do us like that. He started to regurgitate what it is that he has promised. He started to give you visions and dreams of, of what he has told you uh, to make you confident in him. Ain't he awesome? He said, man, I want you to be confident in me again. I want you to believe that I'm the God that can do anything. I want you to believe that I'm the God that owns a cattle on a thousand hills and, and everything in the earth belongs to me. I want you to believe that, that, uh, 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 that, that you, he'll be my provider, that he provides all our riches with. He ain't said nothing about my husband's job. He ain't said no, nothing about our bank account. He ain't said nothing about our retirement. He says that I will provide all of your needs according to his riches in glory, which are in Christ Jesus. He said, not in Bank of America, not in Community Bank, not in USAA. He said, my riches. What a wonderful God we serve. We have to begin to remember that we cannot get anything that God has promised without faith. And that's what he's, that's what, that's where the church is. We're talking about, we're talking about FTCCI, us, the church, the body of Christ. That's where we are. We, 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 we downtrodden because, uh, the hard times and, and the things that's going on in life. We think that, man, it, it, it just can't possibly be what God is saying. But I'm telling you here today, I'm telling you here today, if there is something, and I know it is, I know it is. I'm not going to say if there is something. I know it with everybody that's sitting 
and listening under the sound of my voice, there is something in your life that you have uh, uh, set out to believe God for, but you have allowed the pressures of life, you have allowed time and space uh, to make you feel like that is not going to happen. But I'm telling you today that God is still working. We serve a God that his promises are yes and amen. He will not tell you something and turn around and tell you something else. If he said it, you can take it to the bank. You can, you can, you can write that check and say, I, I, I you ain't gonna even post date it, but just put it out there and say, I ain't got no date on it, but I know that my God is good. I know that he gonna come through on what he said. I know the funds are available. I don't know when he gonna sign off on it, but I know he's able. I no, he's willing. Oh, God. And so the enemy will try to make us be discouraged so we can walk away. Because he, 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 he has tried some stuff. And I, I, I mean, I, and I actually thought I was hearing from the Lord. And uh, I was telling my husband, I said, hey, we can do this, do this, do this. He's like, no, no, no. That ain't what God promised. That's not what God, God don't do nothing and he'll, he'll change his mind. And I said, okay, okay, okay. So, you know, and, and I had to repent to him. I said, because you know, we won. And so we got to be in agreement. And so if we in agreement, because if he telling me that the Lord has told him that everything around us could go down, but we still going to remain, then I got to have the faith to believe that what God has spoken to him, that is true. But I can't come into agreement with him when I'm thinking or feeling some other kind of way. And so there is some stuff in our life that God is ready to do. All we got to do is change our position. All we got to do is change from our fear uh, 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 to faith. You know, uh, the fear Fear factor. How on, on TV they make you do these different stunts and try to get you all worked up. But if if you know uh, uh, that stuff ain't real, that stuff they they you you sign they ain't gonna let you get hurt. They ain't gonna let nothing happen to you. So the stuff is fake. It's gimmick. It's uh, uh, what is it? Rigged. It's a gimmick. And so we need to change from the gimmicks that the enemy is trying to put in our life. Change our position and stand in faith. The Bible says that all you need is about a grain of a mustard seed. And, and, and a mustard seed, you could barely see it. And so if you just got a grain of that, you can do some stuff. And none of us is without it because he said he gave all of us a measure. So everybody in here right now have what you need to be able to believe God for what it is that he has promised. Whatever, what you're thinking, what you thinking about, what what can you imagine, what, how far can you go, how much can you think? You know, oh my God. We sitting over here in Germany. We've been out of the United States since 1999. We ain't had a residence in the United States of America since 19-1999. And everybody say, what in the world? How is it possible? Do you still have an American passport? Yes, we do. And But God's grace keep doing it over and over and over again. Because we believe God. 
Say, God, if you, if you got a plan for us to be here, who would thought, oh, oh girl from, from North Little Rock, Arkansas, on the front street of the project would be living in Europe for, uh, 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 for 20 years. Come on, somebody. Spinning Euro like it ain't nothing. Ain't got no job. I got a job, but it ain't bringing me no income. But I can get on the airplane and fly back and forth like it ain't nothing. Who? Oh, my God. See, the enemy want us to forfeit this stuff that God is doing. But but I thank God for a God of grace and mercy. He said, girl, you better come to yourself. Don't forfeit what I've already spoken over your life. So it's some stuff in the room that God want to bring back to your remembrance. Oh, you, you, it, it, it ain't too far gone. It ain't been too long. It ain't too hard. The Bible said there's nothing too hard for God. And so whatever it is, I double dog dare you uh, to put some faith on that thing. And I know that God will do it. If it's a sickness, he can do that too. For a long time, he tried to put in my head. My mama passed at 61. I said, God, you know, I I, I don't want to die that young. I, I want to keep living. I want to, you know, and so every time I have a birthday, I start getting fearful. And I said, the devil is a lie. I began to look at some other folks in my family. My granddaddy uh, lived till he was 89 years old. My grandmother lived till she was 87 or 88. I said, God, I'm going to believe you for uh, some of them folks that live for a long time. The devil is a liar in the name of Jesus. And just as I had proclaimed that I was back on, on this faith thing, we were in the, uh, on the airplane and up 35,000 feet. And I was trying to get me a little rest and, and the turbulence start. And any other time I wake up and start, Jesus, 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 uh, uh, grabbing my husband's hand. He wasn't with me. And I, I woke up and I said, the devil is a liar. I said, God got purpose for my life. He is not going to allow me to die up in this air or down on this ground when he had just proclaimed when he had just revived me oh god in the name of jesus god is not a wasteful god he ain't gonna breathe new life in me and then take me out i said the devil is a liar i started speaking to the elements i started speaking to the turbulence and i went back to sleep and when i woke up it was over lady was saying do you want a towel we getting ready to land in Frankfurt. I said, the devil is a liar. I said, you, you, you almost had me, but I began to think about, it. I said, God, you have not just renewed my faith to take me out in the air. I said, the devil's a liar. I'm on a mission from God and I want to see this work out. I want to do, I want to see what God has promised. Everybody think we crazy, but I'm telling you what. Uh, uh, God, he liked crazy folk. He liked crazy folks. He liked crazy folk. He said, you know, the stuff, uh, 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 it, it, it don't make sense to the people that got some sense. But he, he worked with the crazy folks. He, he worked with the crazy folks. If it ain't never been done before, he, he liked that. He liked that. When we was moving to Italy, they told me, oh, 
you know, uh, we going to all Navy base. He in the army. And so they start, we, we outside the, uh, in Korea, outside the chapel, meeting and greeting when the people leave out. They say, bless your evangelist. Uh, I pray that you get a job because, you know, it's going to be hard to get a job over there in Italy, you know, because they don't have a lot of army positions. I said, hey, look, hey, I said, hold on. I said, I only need one job. I said, I, I don't care how many more they got. I just need one. And I said, I believe I serve a God that's big enough to open up the door for just one job. I, I, I don't care. It, it don't have to give me up five choices. I just need one job. And I tell you what, when I went over there, I got that one job. I, it, it was better than I ever had. It, it, it paid me more than I ever had. I only needed that one job. But see, if I had a touch and agreed with her, I would have been sitting at home uh, uh, waiting on the folks to call me. But I said, I just need one position. I, I, and I, I go up there to the thing every day. And, and they be acting like I wanted this. I say, baby, I don't want your job. I just want a job. So don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. I'm just trying to get what God has promised. He's still in the business. He's still going to do it. Been listening to this song. I said, he going to do it again. I've seen him move mountains. He going to do it again. I, I, I've seen him do some stuff. He going to do it again. It, whatever it is, whatever you got going on, if God has from, don't be scared. Don't be scared. Face it head on and say, my God will do it. If it's sickness, don't be scared. My God is a healer. Say, my God is a healer. My God is a healer. My God is a healer. I'm a witness. I'm a witness. I'm a witness. They, uh, uh, oh my God, pastor witness. She was even on the gurney. They was getting ready to roll. She was holding, holding fast. I, 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 I'm, they not gonna operate on me. She said, I told them that I ain't getting surgery again. This, I, I, and she was on the, on the gurney, prep for surgery. And, and, and I said, I had to go to the bathroom. No, I told her husband, I said, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna walk down the hallway. And I walked down the hallway. I saw him roller in a room. I came back and told him, I said, they ain't going to do the surgery. I said, something is up. I said, because uh, the surgeon is with her and a whole lot of people. The surgeon don't follow you around uh, on the gurney. The surgeon, the surgeon meets you in the operating room. So he ain't going to be rolling up in the examination room uh, with a whole bunch of folks. And I said, I don't know what's going on. I said, but I don't think she's going to have no surgery. And so we was waiting and waiting. And uh, she came, she said, they ain't find nothing. And they was trying to keep doing report after report uh, 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 to try to find what they say that they saw, but they couldn't see nothing. I, I, I was scheduled for surgery. I wanted the surgery because I said, man, this going to get me off from Thanksgiving and New Year's. <laughs> this, I, I'm just telling the truth. I wanted it. And I said, I said, okay, I'm going to be off from Thanksgiving to New Year's. And my kid, my family and stuff was coming. So I said, hey, I can be at home and enjoy my family for about six weeks. I was ready. And I went in there for the pre-op. And the man was talking. And it seemed like I just zoned out. And all I could hear God is saying, you didn't even ask me to heal you. And that's all I, I could hear. I, I, it, I was like in a fog. And he was just talking, explaining the procedures and everything. And saying, hey, you need to go down there and let them uh, do this and do that. I, I just blanked out. All I could hear is God said, you didn't even ask me to heal you. 
You didn't even ask me to hear you. I was like, what in the world is going on? And so when he finished, he said, go down there to pre-op and do such, such, such. We got out. I told my husband, take me home. He said, well, what's going on with you, mama? Just take me home. He said, you're not going to go? I said, no, I can't. I can't do it. He, he said, what's, what's going on? Uh, he's, I said, just take me home. I was too mad because he canceled my vacation. And I went home. I'm just telling the truth. I was a pastor too. And I went home and I laid across my bed. And I said, God, if you won't let me have the surgery, you need to heal me. Basically, he said, too easy. Been healed ever since. No surgery. No nothing. Had to go back to work. What happened? Healed. Tap to leave. I'd be here through Christmas. So anything that you could ask or imagine, he would do exceeding abundantly according to the power. So you can't operate in the power and fear at the same time. So when fear creeps in, your power will go out. Leave you in the dark. You can't see. You can't imagine. So you got to keep the lights on, which is your power that's working on the inside. And if you keep the power on, it allows you to be able to get your mind right and to be able to realize what it is that God desires. So in this room on today, we getting ready to go home. There is some stuff in our life that we have given up on God. But God wouldn't let me give up. And so I'm not going to let us give up. It's some stuff in this room right now, promises, that will blow your mind. It'll blow your mind. It'll blow your mind. The Tower of Babel. God confused the language because he said, because they had wrong motives. But he said that these people, because they were so focused, they could accomplish anything, but they had the wrong motive. And so the same thing stands with us today. If you can just imagine it, if you could imagine it, education, job, family, children, health, money, whatever you can imagine. God said, if you change your stance today, it's yours. It's yours. It's yours. We're operating as Christians from a position of victory. We already won. It's already ours. Nothing can change that. But we got to hold on. We can't allow what we see to make us not believe. I have these cards. I, I made these cards maybe a year ago or two years ago. 
but it's a seed. It's got seed on there. And so I want everybody to have one. Because I believe that we got some seed in the ground that we've given up hope on. But if you nurture it with faith, watch it bring forth a harvest. Watch it manifest itself. So when you start to feel weary and doubtful, remember that God is able. Bless God for the word, amen. We thank God for continuing. She's, she's talking to the young couple, amen. I just want you all to continue to keep your mind focused on the thing that she has promised, amen. Because God has promised you, and she's not finished yet, but I just want you all to keep your mind focused on what she's talked about in the word of God. Because a lot of times she wins, she's talking a lot of times, a lot of times we get talking about someone else and minister to them. We lose focus on what the word is already said. But I just want you to keep your mind while you while you see wait on that car, just keep go bow your heads and close your eyes. And just think on the word of what she said. She said that, that your dreams are made of the of the words that God has promised you. Your dreams are your what you can imagine. What you can imagine what can you imagine right now? What can you imagine right now? God has promised you some things and God has brought some things into your fruition, called things into your mind. So what, the, what can you imagine? Those things that the enemy try to put a stone or put a wall up to bring forth a, a hindrance. It's the only in your imagination that you can bring forth those things. You can walk in those things and walk in the victory is that God has promised you. God can walk in you into a victory. He has promised you. Don't allow the enemy to fall or spoil those things that God has promised you. It's very important that we stand on the foundation of the word of God. And she continued to talk to each and every one of us. And let us bring forth those cards. Just remember that seed has already been planted in your hearts. And all you got to do is say, the, the work that worketh inside of us. 